Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia and all seasons tabletop studio, it's the Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, what influences the mind and how to protect it. Do not forget to like, subscribe and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Are you on your best behavior? With I a, hope so. With a lot of mental fortitude. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, once again to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and without any further delay, let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this evening? Fantastic. Excellent. This afternoon. This, okay, I refu- it's a little I, earlier than this evening? You know me better okay. than that. I refuse to go on government time. Oh, boy. I am not going. <laughs> it is right now, uh, by real time, 10 minutes to 4. Okay. Everywhere else in this state, they're going to tell you it's 10 minutes to 5. Mm. Based okay. on, based on no actual factual information. So, so it's still than, it's still early afternoon then. Yes. Okay. Not evening. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So yeah, it, I'm, I'm glad you reeled me back in from that rant that I was getting ready <laughs> to, to go on. You know, the one thing is that I learned before we actually went on the air is that when us three are together and. Welcome, Joe is here with us uh, again today. It's uh, it's been a while since Joe's been here, and, and we're glad to have you, Joe. Yeah. Good to be here. But we have no problem discussing anything. <laughs> it's not like we're gonna we're gonna come in here and get get all suited up, uh, uh, sort of with the techn- technological uh, uh, microphones and headphones and and all of that, mm-hmm. and go, okay, what do we say? That doesn't happen. No, that doesn't happen when when <laughs> when us three are together, and and that's a good thing. Uh, so it's, especially when you're you're digging in and getting ready to start tumbling some rocks. So anyway, uh, I'm doing great. Welcome all uh, all of you uh, rock tumblers and truth seekers out there. We are definitely going to be entering in a a another lane that we we sort of discussed this i think way back around our second or third episode just talking about i think we dipped a little bit into this as we were talking about how to sift information okay. receiving it and how to sort of sift through it digest it and yeah. remember we right. we said we don't do it through a dr or an i right exactly. I, this sort of comes into play i think and i'm glad we came full circle after <laughs> Almost a hundred episodes, boy. Almost took us yeah, a lot. It's a big yeah, circle. Yeah, it was a big circle. So, uh, but I like the topic, the mind, and how important is the mind? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it, isn't that where it all starts? I mean, oh, isn't yeah. the mind the control center of everything that goes on in the body. Well, maybe we need that. I mean, the the medical technologist sitting across the table, uh, Joe, um, uh, that's sort of where it all begins, isn't it? It is, in fact. With If if the brain is gone, the body is gone. It's it's basically what you – I mean, 
can the body function for a short period of time without the brain? Yeah, it can, but not for very long because the brain is what gives all the impulses to everything that's going on. And we need to learn, and this is this is something that's very important uh, in my recent studies, I've been talking about this kind of thing. We need to learn to make sure that our mind is in control of our bodies instead of the other way around. Absolutely. When your body starts to crave certain things, mm-hmm. that's when that's it, when we get in trouble. It is out of control, you might say. Right. Um, I know that uh, the alcoholics have a say. Recovering alcoholics have a saying: is that there is a physical craving combined with a mental obsession that takes place with the drink. Okay. And when you can overcome that, and a lot of that is with the mind over, I mean, it's, it's all cognitive type of treatments. You know, the medical people just can't figure out how a bunch of, let's just face it, a bunch of drunks get together and stay sober for years upon years. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no medicine, no professionals sitting across the table in in suits and in in uh, medical coats and right. stethoscopes and things like that. Um, but it happens. It's it's personal integrity and um, being responsible for your neighbor. Well, it is, and being held being held accountable by your neighbor. And ultimately, it's identifying, first of all, that you have a problem and you not know that you need to do something about it, but you want to do something about it. And that whole program, by the way, is grounded in God. So it's it's turning your life over to a, a, another power greater than yourself mm-hmm. and knowing that that is most likely the only way that it's going to 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 bring success. And and we're not trying to say in that realm that it's the only way, but but this is a proven millions upon millions of people around the world are are, are having success doing it this way. This is why the medical professions can't figure it out because <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with medicine. medicine. <laughs> That's, yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. And and speaking of that topic, uh we have been through the last three years of sort of a uh, I know in, in in our world because we are involved in this, but if even if you're not and you're living your daily uh, life going to work and doing what you do on a daily basis, you have been living things in a way or seeing things I should say that, that are way off the charts of what we have been used to over the the last half a century. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were discussing this prior to, and I uh, once again, I love the topic, is, is how has the mind been affected? Because we've seen people on both sides of the fence and, you know, whether it's two or three sides of a fence, depending on which way you want to go. But it's, it's almost as if, and this is so by design by the enemy of God 
to always look to draw sides, to paint something that it's not. But whether it's been intentional by human beings or not, but you've had two sides to the mask. You've had two sides to the lockdowns. You've had two sides to six feet apart. Uh, and and ultimately, you've, you've had, had two sides right. to the uh, jabs. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, and, I, exactly. and I'm glad you said that because you know mm-hmm. we slip sometimes and call it a vaccine. Yeah, and uh, it's it, not. It's not. It's not a vaccine, and we right. know that just even by the, the the definition. So, but when you look at that, the mind is defining these things differently amongst the people. There go, we have this topic of how to protect the mind, uh, how important is the mind, and really, uh, is it is is it essential to, I guess, I want to say educate or improve, but I mean that's that's sort of a, a nonsensical uh, way to go. But how important? Let's ask that question. How important is it to what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost like not not educate the mind, but I guess I will use fine tune. I guess that's more of a and 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 Joe, you're a little bit musical, so when you want to get the best of the best out of whatever your instrument is, you know you fine tune it or you tune it, but how important is it to do that to and for your mind? It's very important because if we're if we're not if we're not paying attention to what's happening with our minds, then we can let things happen and go on and and all of a sudden we find ourselves in a place that we didn't want to be. It's like when you talked about at the beginning the alcoholic, okay? What is one of the things that the alcoholic is supposed to do? They're supposed to avoid those situations that would cause them to say, oh, there's a drink handy and I want to have it. Mm, Temptation. Remove the temptation. Isn't that one of the things that you do with with alcoholics is you remove the temptation. You get away from it. You don't keep going back to the same – one of the things you do, you don't keep going back to the same places. The same thing with when you're trying to stop smoking, okay? How do you stop smoking? You stop smoking by not doing the same things that you did before, okay? Mm -hmm. You, you you be careful about how you set your your day up your your route to, to go somewhere I was talking to uh, a lady who is trying to quit smoking and she was telling me that you know every time she left church she wanted to light up <laughs> and I said do you go back home the same way every day she said yes I said find a different way home change your route mm-hmm. change your routine and you can change your mind yes it's almost as if and i want to use this example that it's you know the first thing is the desire to want to stop smoking or to change your your habits or bad habits or or whatever it is to make that change and two two really important things I believe here is it it helps because 
usually, and it would have to be a rare case of where you were lost in a desert or something, but you are not the only one that has faced that same problem or is facing it. So it would be very important or behoove the individual if you could find someone that has indeed quit smoking and ask them for some techniques or ways that helped them. Them, right. And once this decision is firmly made in the individual's mind that, you know what, I want to change my thinking. I don't want to do this. I don't want to run the same pattern. I don't want to run the same way home. I don't want to do these things anymore. But there's little things that you can do to remind yourself. And I know that some may have heard me say this before, but you come in and the place that you keep your wallet and your change and your keys, everyone does, it's, it's always in the same spot usually. I know for us guys it usually is. Move those to another place. So when you wake up in the morning, you go, what, what, where, where's my, where's my keys, my wallet? What? Oh God, that's right. I moved it over there. Why did I move it over there? Oh, that's right. It's because I'm trying to stop smoking or drinking or whatever. And you know what? I'm not doing that today. You know, I'm not going to indulge or give in today. And and little things like that. And another one that's very effective. We all like the toilet paper roll around a certain way. Mm-hmm. When we put it on, it's got to be this. Turn it around the opposite way. That you. Why is that this really to- messes with my mind? Yeah. <laughs> why is well, that's you, you hit the nail on the head. It's supposed to. <laughs> when you go, why is this? I don't like it. Why? Oh, who did that? I did because. I am in recovery. I am I'm in a place where I want my mind to change. And it, it, that is so perfect what you said. It, it that messes with my mind, you know. So many little things that we don't really think about. Well, we're creatures of habit. Yes, and, 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 and indeed. And those habits are um they're basically highways in the brain. Okay? <laughs> and you know we can create new roads in our brains and it takes work to do that yes and when you have a bad habit when you have something that's going wrong in your life you have to create a new highway mm. to go in a different direction so that you can get around that episode that keeps coming up every mm-hmm. time you go down this road yes okay uh you see that same sign and it's like hmm mm-hmm. there's my you know whatever it was that's causing you issues whether yeah. it's uh alcohol drugs uh sex uh, does make a difference whatever it is that's down that road you got to get mm-hmm. off of that road that's exactly right and i like i'm glad you brought that up the 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 sort of the the mental freeways the the paths in our mind that we have is sort of like a computer and ben you're a tech guy isn't it right that 
when you start running certain information through a computer, does it after a while sort of get smoother and operate better if you're sort of using the same type of techniques and, and systems? Is in sort a, of sort of in, I'm not a, a tech way, guy, but that's I mean, sort of what I heard. The well, I mean, in computers, there there are um, essentially high data highways, mm-hmm. and they can get congested, right, so to speak. So then your computer runs slower because the data highways are congested and newer computers have more and more highways these days. Right. So the larger the highway, the faster data goes and the easier it goes. But um, I was going to mention that it's similar to um, basically muscle memory too. And mm-hmm. I've heard that people, if they're smokers, they'll replace um, getting a, holding a cigarette with like, I don't know, anything from like a lollipop to a pen or in pencil so that yeah. they can do something or That's do right. a puzzle or a crossword or mm-hmm. something. So whenever they get that urge, they get out a pen or, you know, and a crossword puzzle or something like that. That's correct. Uh, because it's muscle memory. It's something I got to have something in my hand. It's That's not, right. It's not necessarily just the mental highway. Mm-hmm. Changing your routine will help that, but it's also muscle the, memory. The, the feeling. It's a sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of your senses. Yeah. So changing what's in your hand in the perceived sense can help as well, so to speak. That's, that's very good for someone that I would, and I've known you for a while, I don't think you ever smoked, but I did. And that's exactly what I do. Okay, I, I, I forgot about that. I yeah. use blow pops and licorice sticks <laughs> for about... Some, something of... And my, yeah, right, especially right. when I was in my car. Or, my or auto, Cheetos. Or, I didn't use Cheetos. Or, <laughs> No, the they, cheese puff thing? Yeah, they they wouldn't stay lit. I didn't. Um, <laughs> Neither did the gum, huh? And the, the gum didn't stay lit either? No, yeah. that's the idea. You don't want them to light. Yeah, yeah. Right. But now going you're, down... Now the, you're sounding like Bill Ingle. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't keep them. Couldn't keep the yeah, gum yeah, lit. Yeah, Well, that was the same problem the guy had that uh, that wanted to take up oh, jogging. Man. You know, okay. he's, he, 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 he said he couldn't do it because his beer kept foaming up. So, uh, so that's those are bad nice. ideas, bad bad right. techniques, uh, ladies oh, and man. gentlemen. On that, but no, in all seriousness, th- that worked very well for about two weeks. And after that, okay, that was for me. In two right, weeks, right. I didn't need that anymore. And another thing that I used uh, for those that are interested for the smoking was I had a rubber band around my wrist, and all of this was following instruction. Similarly. Okay, interesting. Well, he, he didn't use this. It was a, a cancer surgeon, uh, but he didn't use the <laughs> the blow pop or liquor. Right. He may have mentioned something. I think I know where you're going with this but one. But the one that I remembered was a rubber band and, a, and a, a nice thick one around your wrist that every time you thought about a cigarette, you pop your wrist on the inside with that rubber band, pow. Ouch. And you would yeah. say, I'm yeah. glad to be free from smoking. Now, you can say whatever you want, but the idea is to you. For your brain, every time that thought occurred to experience a little bit of pain because it was used to, in the mind, was, oh, I'm so stressed. I need a cigarette. Oh, it's comfort. It's, you know. So it wasn't a pleasure thought anymore. It was a thought of pow, pow, pow. And you're right. Those little things work. And, And Joe... The synopsis in the brain is what I've heard described is that why it's so difficult to plow that path 
it was presented uh, this way to me was that the new path is one, if you will, full of briars, full of mud holes, you know, full of you know uh, weeds, heavy uh, limbs, and boy, you're 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 plowing yourself through it. It's never really a comfortable, easy path. You just oh, I'm going to take that fork in the road. Oh right. no, this yeah. is very difficult because if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But not just because that it's a harder path, but what even makes it harder is that there are some days when you're you're about maybe you're half maybe you're doing pretty good for a while but you pause for a minute and we're using you know metaphorically you're going down this path full of weeds boy and you look back man I'm doing good I plowed this far but then you look over and that old path which is still perfectly plowed fluid it might even be paved is right there in sight. It's not out of your sight. It's just right there. Right. And you can see it, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, man, I'm tired. Well, yeah. I was, it I was, would be so easy to jump over there and continue yeah, my and journey. Our, and, our minds, and our minds do things like that. It's like um, when I first met my wife, She lived on the other side of Washington, D.C. from where I was living at that point in time. I was going to college in on the northwest side of Washington, D.C. She lived on the southeast side of Washington, D.C., okay? And there were things over there that she would – I would go over there and we would go and do something over there. And every time we went somewhere – she would take a different road back from wherever it was we went. <laughs> I could never figure out how to get anywhere. I was completely lost on that side of, of Washington, D.C. because she never went the same way twice. <laughs> Even going to and from, she never went the same way twice. And this is, this is the kind of thing that teaches our minds when we can do things like that, when we go different ways, when mm-hmm. we... Because I learned, ultimately, I could get around on that. Um, why? Because I kept going and with her, and I mm-hmm. kept learning new things. And our minds can learn new things. But if we don't let them, if we keep doing the same things, we have things happen like I would come home from work. After we got married, we lived over there on that side, and we traveled the same route to and from work every single day. And you get off work, and you're tired. Mm -hmm. And there were days when I would get home, and I couldn't tell you if the 10 traffic lights on Pennsylvania Avenue were green or red when I went through them. (laughs) I hear Because I was doing it by rote. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing that we have to guard our minds against with all of these issues that we're coming up with, with with the things that we're talking about that are bad habits, Mm -hmm. that are uh, information that is bad information, we have to guard our minds about these things. We have to be careful. We have to be constantly learning. Because if you just allow somebody else to teach you and you don't check it out, you're not really learning it. 
I like that, Joe. I, I like to say we need to remain teachable. True. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, yeah. because, I mean, let's think of all of the things that there are to know on this planet and mm-hmm. even even limited as we are as human beings, the knowledge that we have about everything that we could know is minuscule. It's very, very small. So if yeah. we if we remain teachable and 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 not just remain in that process, is have a an honest desire to learn. Of, yeah. Now, well, not you don't have to learn about everything. There's certain things you may right. not care about, and, and really aren't morally or ethically or spiritually important. I mean, but let's just face it. But when it comes to the mind mm-hmm. and strengthening it, strengthening. Strengthening, Thinning. boy, yeah, yeah. that's a that one. Is uh, is my oldest daughter used to say that's yeah. a real twist tonger, daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> strengthening and, your mind, and I was important. Yeah, yeah, I was going to go back to what you were talking about um, with the the pathway, and you mentioned like a road, basically. So I, I was going to correlate it to essentially in your mind when you're trying to change a habit. If you're trying to do something that you haven't done before, you're basically creating a new highway. Yeah. So think about what you have to do to create a highway in the real world. And so it's going to be a little harder, which is why, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe to form a new habit, you have to be consistent for, I believe it's 21 days. Yes. To form a new habit. Now, that's the basic. If mm-hmm. you get off at that point and you're not consistent, you can get away from that habit but the minimum is right You're around 21 back in those old ruts right yeah but the the minimum is right around 21 days of consistency to right. form that new habit because you're building that road right so it takes time to clear that path so to speak you know yes. lay the foundation and now put a nice smooth highway on there right absolutely so yeah and that was this is a perfect transition here to to where I'm going in with that being said, and I'm going to be a, a little bit facetious here. Now, once you get that, after that 21 days, you said you've got a nice paved road on there. Mm-hmm. So now you're all set. 21 days, the the, the you know the, the habits probably changed to somewhat. You've got 21 days of doing the same thing. So when that happens, you never have to do anything else to that highway, do you? It's paved. You just keep trucking along for the rest of your days and everything's wonderful. The, the, well, you don't even have to worry about it anymore, do you? Well, you have to keep up with the habit. Otherwise, so the, have you ever so seen the a road? road have, so the road's got to be maintained. Well, I mean, have you ever seen a road that never gets traveled, whether it was nicely paved or not? Well, It gets overgrown, it cracks. It's well, What if it's being traveled every day? If it's being traveled every day, it gets worn, but it lasts longer. Uh, but even if you're traveling that road every day... There's some maintenance. Yeah, it's got to be maintained. Absolutely. So why is that with the mind? Could it be that if you're thinking one way, if you look at it on the spiritual side, after 21 days of doing all the right things and developing your relationship with God, that... The devil just flees after those 21 days and goes, ah, he's created that habit. I'm out of here. 
<laughs> or does he keep, you should be no, no, so no. lucky or no. does he, he keep he keeps, he keeps throwing spike strips across uh, the road that's what he keeps doing see i like see you laid that thing and out barriers, for perfectly spike strips barriers yeah, it, dig potholes for you. Mm, you know. so it's important that that's where it begins those 21 days you develop this new life this new relationship mm-hmm. uh, you know with god or whatever whatever it may be your hobbling liability and most of our hobbling liabilities are we're not in tune enough to our creator in right. developing this wonderful friendship that we could have and the devil doesn't want you to do that and he does not want us to do that does he <clears throat> joe no he does not there's a there's a song that I learned a long time ago, and it's talking about going to church because, you know, I was listening to somebody recently who said he goes to church about <clears throat> he goes to church three times a year. I'm sorry, that's really not gonna cut it, okay? But the song is excuses, excuses. You'll hear them every day. The devil, he'll supply them. If from church you'll stay away, <laughs> when people come to know the Lord, the devil always loses. So to keep them folks away from church, he offers them excuses. <laughs> yes, and he's got a sack full of them. Yes, he does. And you yeah. know what? He's like a bad Santa. He will, yeah. Very, yes. very bad a very Santa. very bad Santa. Yeah, yes. but, but, but there's one similarity. He gives them to you free. Oh. You don't have to pay for them. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, well, you well, will well, pay for them. You don't one. pay for them up front. <laughs> no, but, not you up know, front. This is, this <laughs> yeah. is a buy now, yeah. pay later plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, some people say, I like oh, those gifts that keep on giving. Well, they, yeah, mm. those will keep on giving, uh, you know, right till they don't. And that don't usually comes a little sooner than you would like for it to. So, anyway, good topic. And as we sort of set the stage for the next episode, let's go ahead and and get into a little bit of the sort of the spiritual end of, or the spiritual side, I should say, of the mind. And I want to read this, this scripture and then a couple of sentences following. This is Philippians 2.5, and we discussed it earlier. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you. The prayer that Christ has given to us, that the will of God shall be done in earth as it is in heaven, is to be answered. That's a powerful thought, that the will of God, his will, shall be done here, just as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes there's a disconnect. Sometimes we, you know, we, and we should. There is a difference between the two places. Um, but let's, let's ponder that as we approach the episode coming up uh, and how powerful uh, the mind is. And we're going to get in a little bit to the science sort of of the mind and of course, there was a pamphlet, I believe, that was distributed some time back, and it was about how evolution was disproved by science. Very powerful. This is going to be very similar. Okay. Uh, because after all, science was created by who? By God. By God. 
So we should be able to dig deep into the mind and, and some very powerful things in our next episode. And thanks, guys. This was this was very intriguing, and, and I know that we don't. And we've only scratched the surface. Yeah, we've just. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if we've scratched it yet. We might have. Uh, <laughs> we might have just got in position to scratch it a little bit. Yeah, uh, because there's so much there. But uh, no, all good stuff. I love some of the uh, topics that we did bring up, and hopefully, some of you folks listening, if you know someone, uh, whether there there's problems with smoking, people that have a desire to stop, you know, any kind of use of tobacco, drugs, alcohol pornography, gambling, there's, these things can be used for all of them. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, these things are grounded in a belief in a heavy, heavy uh, reliance on God. So hope, hope you enjoyed that, and you don't want to miss the next episode because we're going to get further down the road. So, all right. I think that... Just about wraps it up uh, for this one, Ben. All right. And uh, Joe, would you like to close us out with prayer, please? Certainly. Our loving and gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you because you have all the answers and we don't. And we ask that you would help us to train our minds to be in tune with you. That we might have the mind of Christ, that we might understand what that really means so that we can be more Christ-like, so that we can share him with a world that is dying. Mm. We know that it is true, but we know that he loves us beyond anything that we can imagine. And we ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.